Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% Halloween is, is the greatest holiday in the world. It's the Halloween way. It's what the holiday is all about. The spooky goblins, creepy crawlers, hocus pocus. Meet the neighbors you don't want to see again on any other day. After all, you can't spell Halloween without hello. All right, there you go. It is officially Halloween. Welcome to the last day of October. Welcome to the Little Rock Touchstone Club on a Tuesday. Are you afraid? No. Okay. Uh, Chris Doring is going to join us today. He is uh, with the SEC Network and ESPN. He will be talking some college football and will be visiting a little bit about his career at the University of Florida. He's the second Gator that's been with us this year and the only one that played professional and collegiate football. Uh, but we're happy to have him, and we're happy to have you with us. Plenty to get to. Got some World Series recapping to do. We've got a little bit of stuff from Coach Musselman. We're going to talk about uh, Monday Night Football. Wes and I both tried to put you on Detroit last night. Hope you wrote it. <laughs> was it, it was entertaining. Every time they kicked the field goal, I'm like, would you stop it? Yeah. You're going to cost us. Yeah. I wasn't too terribly worried. The Raiders are a mess. They had 150 yards of offense last night. I feel so bad for Devontae Adams. Oh. That'd be like... Uh, I don't know. That'd be like Jim Rome showing up at our station, and I'm like, okay, you can do midnight to 4 a.m. It just, <laughs> what a waste of a talent! My God, what are we doing over there, Vegas? They gotta, they gotta do something. Uh, trade deadlines today, so we'll see if they move him or if they keep him or whatever. But uh, I was also encouraged by what I saw yesterday potentially for the Saints, because Jameis Winston's never going to be the guy for New Orleans, and apparently the Vikings are very interested in retaining his services. They could do worse. Yeah. And so he's not a bad stopgap for this year just to piece it together, and he can throw you 10 or 15 touchdowns and 10 or 15 interceptions, and it'll be okay. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I hope that happens, and hopefully the uh, the Saints get some good value out of what, that. What are they talking about? I haven't, I haven't even seen. I haven't seen it. Seventh round? I'm, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> um, anyway. Anything helps. I don't know if you heard, Brock Purdy went dead last in the uh, draft, so yeah. you never know when a guy might be magical. Uh, riding high after last night, Wes, the Texas Rangers continue their road streak. They just refuse to lose away from Texas. Yeah, they just find a way, and last night the uh, way was great pitching. You know, Scherzer comes in, uh, his back tightens up. And they bring in Gray, who was, you know, in the regular season at times, a very good starter for our, uh, for the Rangers. And uh, he came in after his injury, had a good performance in game one Friday night. And really, he was one of the big reasons why they were able to win that game because he kept it close enough out of the mm-hmm. bullpen for them to make the dramatic comeback. And last night, man, he was awesome, just sitting them down one after another. And it just, uh, he, he provided that gap, that bridge to uh, the back end of their bullpen, their, their setup guy. Guys and their closer, and he got them to the seventh, and uh, the relievers did the rest, seventh, eighth, and ninth. It got a little interesting in the eighth, uh, as it always seems to uh, be for the Rangers and and uh, Adolis and or, or not Adolis, it's uh, Ardolis, Ardolis. I got to throw the R in there for him for Chapman, and uh, they got a double play ball. Arolis, Araldus, Araldus, Araldus Chapman. Araldus. Just letting you go. Adolus, Araldus, Araldus. Uh Chapman. How about that? Okay. Chapman uh, comes in, gets the double play ball. The Rangers uh, go up 2-1. So, I, I don't know. I'm feeling pretty... I'm, I'm worried. I, we need updates. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty... Uh, I'm worried. Yeah. Scherzer? Yeah. How is he? Yep. Um, Garcia? How is he? Mm-hmm. And even uh, Spores came in in the seventh, and they had to go out and check on him. So there were three injuries last night for the Rangers, and you you would hate for that to derail their chances in the World Series. You would hate for it. I, I would. Arizona, that's bad for baseball. Arizona fans would hate yeah. it, too. Uh, not really. Texas-Arizona game four tonight on Fox from 
Phoenix. In case you're interested, 7 o'clock-ish. Uh, we've got some sound from Eric Musselman. We're going to be joined by Clint Cock at the bottom of this hour, brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. We've got the Red White Report, brought to you by Big O Tires at 11 o'clock. Pat Bradley allegedly will join us at 11.30 after we talk to Chris Doring. We've got Eli Craner at 11.45 and in the 12 o'clock hour birthdays. Brought to you by our friends at uh, Elias Mexican Grill and, of course, the Entertainment Report. Thanks to our friends at Bell & Sward with their new location on Oak Street. Bigger and better. And if you are thinking about holidays or getting some gear to warm yourself up during this time of the season, my friends, maybe you're a Razorback fan or a, you know, a UCA fan or you just want to get some warmer clothes, they got a great selection there for sure. So go by and see our friends up there. Uh, the announcement came down today. This will, uh, you knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when. So next Monday at 10 a.m., tickets are on sale for Arkansas basketball in North Little Rock at Simmons Bank Arena. Women play at 12.30 against Samford. That's Samford out of Birmingham, not Stanford out of, you know, Palo Alto. Uh, and then the 5 o'clock game is the men, Arkansas, hosting the Lipscomb Bisons out of Nash Vegas. That is a game that we played on Saturday, December 16th. Tickets again on sale next Monday, 10 a.m. Women's game, $10 adults, $5 for the Utes. And the men's game, decidedly more expensive, 40 bucks lower bowl. Don't care if you're old, young, or indifferent. And 30 bucks for the upper bowl. I mean, why wouldn't you kick in the 10 bucks if they're available for the lower bowl? Yeah, that's a uh, no-brainer right there. Like, I, I want to go to Stapleton, and I'm like, uh, good seats or great seats, $150. And it's like, if the upper seats were $140, would not you kick in the extra 10 bucks <laughs> yeah. for the lower bowl? Yeah. I think so. Anyway, so uh, that's a good deal. I mean, hey, you get a family of four together, under 200 bucks. Listen, here's the deal. It's going to cost you 100 bucks to go to the movies for an IMAX these days. I mean, going to see the Razorbacks and getting popcorn and drinks and everything, I realize it's a significant investment for a lot of folks, uh, including yours, Shirley. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a good time. Got a couple things here, Christian. We're going to talk some hoops in a second. Um, but let's do some... some uh, actually, let's just do that now. That's fine. I, I was funny. I was talking to my buddy, and he's like, whatever happened to Connor Vanover? And I'm like, I don't know. So I looked it up. I was like, oh, he's at Missouri now. I forgot. So he's at Missouri. There's some movement of guys around, very familiar faces. Uh, L.J. Cryer, who used to be at Baylor and won a uh, championship there, has a chance now with Houston as they move into the Big 12 to be a champion. Things will be decidedly more difficult in the regular season as Houston tries to build its resume than it was when they were playing in their free previous league. But um, anyway, they've added L.J. Cryer. Max Acemus, who seemingly has been in school for 25 years, does it not seem like he's been around forever? Yeah, Acemus, that was at the beginning of uh, the Musselman era, right? When they made it to the yeah, they played 16, Oral Roberts. Sweet 16. Yep. Yeah. That was at four Ace years ago. He was a f- sophomore, I thought. Maybe he got, a, he got his COVID year, whatever. Yeah. And then who was the other guy? That just, oh, Banner. Oh, Banner. Oh, yep. yeah. And where did Banner Texas go? Tech. Texas Tech. I don't know if he's done or not. Anyway, Acemus is now at Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, we know, went from Michigan to Kansas. Uh, Alabama got uh, Grant Nelson, the North Dakota State transfer, and Aaron Estrada, who was at Hofstra. You probably are not as familiar with him. He was in Chips. Very yeah. good. That's good. Ponch, I believe is his name on there. Uh, North Carolina forward Harrison Ingram transferred from Stanford. Caleb Love from North Carolina to Arizona. And Ryan Nemhard, who's uh, a former Creighton star, is now at... Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. And doesn't his brother, didn't his brother play there? Andrew yeah. Nimhard, yeah, he played there. He Florida transferred from Florida to, to Gonzaga. Gonzaga, and now he plays for the Pacers. I couldn't keep up, boys. I couldn't keep up. It's yeah, too, many, too many movements. Too many movements. My goodness. Anyway, uh, so you got guys all over the place just trying to help keep up, and that is just the very beginning. Don't uh, Before you move get on, twisted. I, I, Tremont Mark, yep. I like him a lot. Yep. Why did he leave Houston? I don't know. Do we know? Has there, that ever That's come the thing. out? Well, listen. Here's the deal. Let's let's keep it real, okay? I was thinking about this this morning. I'm glad you brought that up. What was wrong with the situation for Hunter Dickinson at Michigan? Was he not going to get playing time? <laughs> was he not going to get any money? I think he... Maybe he, he wants to win a national well, championship. Not, maybe, maybe he didn't like money. to go. Maybe money? Maybe, maybe. But I'm like, I'm sure Michigan has lots of money, too. Yeah. I mean, a lot. here's what bothers me is when guys in great situations leave... And go somewhere else. I'm like, what are you leaving for? Now, maybe there's something else we don't know about. That's fine. Sure. Like, if you go to North, from North Dakota State and you go to Alabama, I get it. Got it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, but, and even Stanford to North Carolina, I guess I get it. It's a 
Yeah. But Prediction Baylor to Houston program. is like, Baylor's a good program, too. Baylor's a great program. Yeah. yeah. Baylor's won a national title recently. Yeah. Houston hasn't won one in 40 years. Houston's always in the mix, at least. But yeah, That's true. Yeah, I they've mean, been a top 10 team. No question. Believe me, I watched them in person. They're good. Yeah. They were good. Yeah, really good. And are good. Yeah, That's why good. I just didn't get And look, he's going to a great situation, and maybe he's getting more money. I, I don't know. I just And it's not like, you know, Samson's a, a dog of a coach. I mean, he no, gets no. after you. So I think but that's, it's not like Musselman does. And he, you know what? I, I just I think he I'm glad Mark left, but I was just wondering why. I think, I think you I think you just answered your own question. I mean, everybody, everybody's got their own thing, right? Yeah. Um, but it's certainly not because the program's not competitive. It's cer- and I'm, but I would guess for him. The NIM money is probably better at Arkansas than it is at Houston, right? I would hope so. I would think it so. Better be, yeah. You know, and it, Samson just may have worn on him after a while. You're just like, okay, I, I just can't deal anymore. But then he goes to Muss, who also does that to players. Yeah, Kelvin's pretty pleasant, generally. No. I think he's tough on you, but I think he's tougher than Musselman. You do? Yeah, I think he's like notorious for being drill sergeant. Very, very difficult. Interesting. Yeah, I've been around Kelvin a little bit. Man, maybe he's gotten more. Well, maybe nice he's to nice media? to people, but he's mean no, to No, no, no. Like, I've been there. Like, I've done some stuff with him as a coach um, way back. Um, good dude. Nice enough. So. Yeah. He was at uh, Tulsa? Long time ago? Long time ago. Before. Am I drunk? Am I confusing him with someone else? No, you know, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of somebody else. But I was with him at, where was he before? Tennessee? Oklahoma. Where was he before Oklahoma. When I was in college, I worked for this video Indiana? company. I can't remember. I worked for this video company, and we um, went around and shot some videos with some different coaches. And I want to say Kelvin I was, was around at him. Washington State, then he was at Oklahoma. It would have been at Oklahoma. Yeah. I guess it was when he was at Oklahoma. So, um, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's gotten a little... But I think he's a hell of a coach, obviously. And no doubt. If you're trying to get to the NBA and win a lot of games, I mean, that's not a bad thing, right? No. No, it didn't seem terribly unpleasant to me, but I don't know. I've never played for him. And watching a guy in one practice doesn't exactly <laughs> prove that he's, <laughs> he's a great dude. I don't know. Anyway, I think a, guy, a lot of guys move leave for a lot of different reasons. So, I don't know. Um, but to your point, I'm glad Tremont Mark is here. We also have not talked a lot about battle. I think he's going to be great. And the one guy you guys... You keep bringing up Davenport, and I really did not pay much attention to him the other day, I yeah. guess. I need to watch some more of him, but you guys are very excited about Davenport. I, mean, I think he's a shooter. Um, he he came in and missed an open shot. He hit one in the second half, very smooth. And then what really impressed me, he didn't get as many minutes as I thought, but he was the number one guy on the bench. Every time, like a timeout or a moment, he was always leading the charge, standing up, cheering for his teammates. That they need that. You need that kind of guy. Yeah. And it's, especially if he's going to be coming off the bench and not getting the minutes that you know maybe he thought he was going to get. He's well, one of those guys, kind of yeah. like Duncan Robinson. When he came in in the off season, uh, I looked at his field goal and everything, and I was like, "This dude shoots below forty percent. That sucks." And then I looked a little closer, and it's like, "Oh, almost all of his shots come from three, so that makes sense." Uh, Eric Musselman yesterday, his coach's show and talked a little bit about something we all know he loves the most. That is defense. And he says, right now, it's a little better than the offense. And I think we would all agree. I think that's only natural for, you know, sometimes offensively, you know, when a guy goes back door, you've got to understand kind of like, hey, this is innate what he's going to do when there's pressure. Some guys, you know, cut when when they're not supposed to, but then they're going to do it for the whole year. Um, But defensively, you need to be on a string. You need to... You know, follow a game plan, and and we've spent more time on our defense than our offense, and and then with the you know the game plan of trying to deflect passes, and you know you normally don't close out with two hands in the air, and we did that because we didn't want any clear vision passes to to Edie, and I that's an unnatural thing. I mean, you play basketball your whole life, you're used to closing out with one hand, and all of a sudden some guy tells you to close out with two hands, and you think it's not going to happen, but but it happened the other day. Hopefully the offense will catch up, and I assume it will. Again, I mean, a lot of it's these guys haven't played much together, I mean, comparatively. And that's kind of about college basketball yeah. these days, too, right? Well, you think about the, the, the melting pot of guys that they have coming in, the guards, and the situations they were in. A lot of them 
they were their mass shooter for their previous team. Right. And not mass shooter, that doesn't sound right. Um, they shot in volume for their previous team, and now you can't do that here. You're going to have to share the basketball. Mm-hmm. And they're learning to do that, and they're figuring out who's the go-to guy. And there may not be a go-to guy on this team. It may be a guy who's hot that night, mm-hmm. and they all and hopefully they recognize it and go, hey, he needs the ball. He's hot. Christian, what's the question of the day today? Our question of the day today is, I was watching a basketball game last night, of course, and a team was up three at the end, and they chose not to foul. It worked out for them. But do you believe in fouling when up three at the end of a basketball game, yes or no? Yes. I think it depends, as I told you, how much time is left on the clock. So if there is, a, you know, if there's under five seconds, some coaches have one philosophy and, you know, maybe more than eight or nine seconds, and coaches have a different philosophy. So, But generally, I like to play it out. I do, too, uh, and it's mostly because it, it's the smart thing to foul, but I think it's lame. <laughs> and I think one thing, another thing is, what kind of a rebounding team are you? And the rebounding team you're going against. You know, if you got a small team, you go to the free throw line, you can get bullied around, they can get the, you know, and, and cost you. But if you've got a really good rebounding team and you have a lot of success on blocking out and getting the rebound on a free throw, then well, go ahead and so do it. As we know, the problem with, with three-pointers, too, you get some long rebounds, and potentially, even if you are you are a good rebounding team, you can give up an offensive rebound there. So, so I think... It, it, yeah. Oh, you can continue. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I think generally it's it's a good policy to just defend. And, again, guys make shots occasionally. If they make one, they make one. But, you know, if there's, if there's three seconds left, you know, maybe I'll foul, mm-hmm. you know. But... So I think in FIBA, and I wouldn't mind this rule being translated over here, uh, if you intentionally foul, it's two shots in the possession. I wouldn't mind that happening here, so you can't foul. When it yeah. Goes. Yeah, I mean, it's – and I I don't know, you get into subjective because if you're playing aggressively, yeah. defensively – Who's to say that was intentional? Yeah, that's tough. That's just a foul. Yeah, I, and I don't trust basketball officials. Let me go ahead and foul sure. that before yeah. the season officially starts. <laughs> um, speaking of before it officially starts, let me give a game ball to Arkansas State. The Red Wolves obviously got a new coach this year, and they are very impressive in their first two exhibitions. Yesterday, played Central Arkansas and shot the damn lights out. They're going to have to like put new lights in the Convocation Center after last night. That was a remarkable performance, and I don't care if you're shooting against air. They were 50% from three, 18 of 36, wow. and most people have followed Darian Ford's career. He is doing a great job for them through two exhibition games. Played 32 minutes, 7 of 9 from the floor, 4 of 5 from three, Five boards, had three assists, a steal. I mean, he is a uh, he's an impressive performer. And Freddie Hicks, uh, West, yep. also doing some big things for them. Twenty three points for him on a seven and twelve night. Four of eight from three, and made five out of his six free throws. Hicks came from Tarleton, right? I don't remember. I think so. Okay, just uh, it seems like the connection with UCA. Just uh, playing Tarleton in football. How many points did Darian Ford have? Eighteen. 18, so he had 21 in the first scrimmage, so <laughs> averaging right at 20 points a game in two uh, exhibitions. And Hicks, uh, a little bit of a slower start in the first exhibition, but much better in this one. Uh, kid out of Searcy, a very good Arkansas high school basketball player. Of course, his dad played at Arkansas State, and he's coming home, and they're very excited to have him. That's two great additions for Coach Hodson. And when do you try to get him back on here yeah. in the next week or sure. two? Um, and then for Central Arkansas, they actually shot it really well. They were 7-14 from three. Tucker Anderson led them with five out of ten threes. It's a true freshman from Bentonville. He is a freak shooter. I mean, I've not seen too many guys come in as a freshman that look physically ready to play a college basketball schedule and can shoot the dang lights out like he does. He is very impressive, has been impressive all year. They can't keep him out of the lineup. I mean, I don't know that you know playing a freshman was uh, top on their list of goals, but he has been awesome. And Elias Cato, who scored 22 along with Anderson, uh, has, has made huge improvements too. So he looks so much more comfortable. He's lanky, 40-inch vertical kid from Australia, really good player and uh, good scorer. And the biggest news for them, of course, is that they lost Cam Hunter, who was their preseason all-conference player at point guard, and that's going to make a huge difference. But I was proud of them. They only had 14 turnovers last night, which is probably more than they want, but that's that's a reasonable number for them without their point guard, and they're still adjusting. Cam has a uh, foot injury that's going to keep him out for a handful of weeks. They're expecting him back if things go well after the surgery to be available for conference play once again in the A-Sun. That sucks. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's such a stud and a hard worker, but apparently his attitude's great per usual, so no surprise. It's just, unf- I mean, that life deals you, but, you know, yeah, blows sometimes. But it does. 
you know, to uh, enter the portal, look like he was leaving, then to come back to UCA, man, you know, he, he rose in my book. I'm like, I, I, I've always liked Cameron Hunter, but for him to come back, the things that he said when he came on the show with us and what he said, I was like, man, I'm a big fan of his. I was hoping for a huge year. I mean, he can still have a great sure. year. But, man, I hate that he's having to deal with this. Well, it's it's uh, the good news is, I mean, the rest of his body is going to be pretty well rested by the time conference rolls around. The bad news is, obviously, they won't probably have as much success as they would have with him there. He's their best player. But it's a good opportunity for some other guards to step up. they got a couple of guys, you know, Javion Guy-King, Wes, who yeah. watched uh, win a couple of state titles in high school, is part of their roster this year. I'm excited about him. And uh, Kirsapu's back at, at a guard spot, too. So, but yeah, I'm excited about Arkansas State. I'm excited about Central Arkansas once he came back. We've talked a lot about Little Rock. I think they've got a great roster that yep. Coach Walker's put together. So hopefully Division One basketball in the state is going to be exciting across the board, and hopefully these teams have a lot of success. And the good news is nobody can play, nobody plays against each other in league play anymore. Yeah, maybe we can have uh, like five conference titles. UAPB, too. Yep, I'm going to see them next Monday. We've had a drought of teams getting into yeah. the NCAA tournament besides Arkansas. That's a good point. Wouldn't that be cool if be we had fun. multiple teams from the state yeah, in even the tournament? Two would be great. But, uh, yeah, Coach Bozeman, we're going to see his team in Conway next Monday night. That's fun. That'd yeah. be a fun game. Uh, not Mike, next Monday, the Monday after, I'm sorry. Okay. Next Monday, everybody opens. Uh, Arkansas State's at Wisconsin, I know. And yep. then uh, Central Arkansas is at Tulsa. And then the next week, UAPB goes to, to Conway. Are you going to Tulsa? I am. Oh, yep. That's why I will not. I'll be on, but oh, not here right. with you, you next me, Monday. Yeah. Let me get LC on here real quick, and then we'll take a break. Clint Conk joining us from uh, I think he's in South Texas, hanging he's, out with the fam down there. He's in Dallas this weekend. Was he? Yeah. The other game? No, no. No. By the way, did you see the guy behind home plate last night in the <laughs> Iowa uh, uh, jersey or shirt? Yeah. He had a sign up that said uh, that was not a fair catch or something to that effect. <laughs> Loved it. It was great. Uh, Dabo Sweeney took a call too many last night on his radio show. We got a clip of that and an update on what's going on with Iowa, the Hawkeyes, and the uh, Wildcats of Northwestern with an all-time low on the over-under. So we'll talk about that. LC, what's up? Hey, guys. Uh, what's his name of Houston? I sent you a message about this, but got in trouble at Indiana, didn't he, for something that's probably legal now. Uh, it was phone calls or something. Some yeah. sort of Too many phone drug. calls. Yeah. That was it. And, uh, Wes, is there a chance that we might get the Bears cornerback, possibly at Dallas? I don't I know. Jerry might not do nothing. But it makes me irritated that Philly would do the stuff and then Dallas won't do anything. But do you think that's a shot? Or do you? what would you get if you had an option here? Thank you. You bet. Well, Jerry was on his radio show yesterday and said he loves this team and he doesn't see them making any moves. Maybe that's just uh, you know trying to negotiate and let a team know that, hey, we're not desperate for anybody. We're not going to give you a lot for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then McCarthy yesterday said, look, I, I like my team. I like these guys. I feel like we can win with these guys. So right now, at least publicly, they're, they're not uh, saying they need anything. Uh, another cornerback... After losing Diggs, Bland has been great, you know, uh, stepping in for him. I imagine the Bears are asking for a lot. I mean, that's a good young cornerback. I can't think of his name right now. Jaden Johnson. Yes, thank you. Uh, So I doubt they they make a move for him. If I'm a Cowboy, maybe a linebacker, but then they signed a free agent linebacker. They're trying to work him into it. Running back. But... No, I, I don't know. No, if I'm the Cowboys, I don't think I make a move right now. Okay, timeout, 1029. Click Conk on the other side. Stay with us. You are in the zone live from the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Chris Doring's our guest today. A little bit later, coming up at the 11 o'clock hour, and it's brought to you by our friends at Arkansas Urology. Back in a sec. Join the Zone Wednesday live from the campus of Washtenaw Baptist University for the second annual OBU High School Sports Media Conference presented by Barry and Turnage Wall Firm. This is SportsCenter. 
Yesterday was a rare sports equinox as all four of the major sports were in action. Here are some of the highlights. In the World Series last night, the Texas Rangers took a two games to one lead over the Arizona Diamondbacks with a three to one victory at Chase Field in Arizona. The Rangers scored all three runs in the third inning and their bullpen did the job for six innings to help them close out the victory. Game number four is tonight on Fox at seven o'clock. In the NFL last night, the Detroit Lions held on to beat the Las Vegas Raiders 26-14. It was a breakout night for Jameer Gibbs, who had 26 carries, 152 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. He had five catches for 37 yards in the air to help the Lions get to 6-2 on the season. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. One zero three seven. The Buds is your home for Arkansas Razorback football coverage each week and is brought to you by Expressway Airport Parking, Parker Cadillac, Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, Network Services Group, Edwards Food Giant, and AR Care. One zero three seven. The Buzz. The Hogs play here. Do you need rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted, don't wait. Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L01 Series is part of the tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience. They feature powerful Kubota diesel engines and easy operation. The durable Kubota L01 Series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Work smarter, not harder with River Valley Tractor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say now here? Woo, pigs. Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the that zone. Lad, she slammed that door. She broke my heart. That girl so bad. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. <laughs> Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right, let's do it. 10:34. We are on the road at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. We're going to be joined by Chris Doring, an all-time great from the University of Florida. A little bit later on, Clint Conk is out and about as well, and uh, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Coach, welcome. How are you? Happy Halloween, fellas. Good morning. Happy Halloween. Are you uh, you dressing up as a grandfather tonight? Yeah, I. Uh... You know, Wes, I was listening earlier. We were in, in the North Texas here. Of course, two of our sons and, and their families live in uh, Fisco and McKinney. And then uh, we're down here now in South Texas in the Rio Grande Valley visiting uh, Chase, the athletic director here, and his his family. and going to spend some time down on the island at South Padre Island. So uh, making the most of our trip to Texas. You know, when there's a threat of my Snickers bar melting on Halloween, you know you got it going on, Coach. That's the way to do it. 
Ain't going to be a hit problem here. I woke up as 36 or something this morning. Ridiculous. Well, you was, it, you it, is un, it, it is unusually cold here. So, uh, But uh, this too shall pass. Yes, no doubt. You know, it's funny, Coach. It gets dark every night and it gets cold every winter. And yet, we make a big deal about it anyway. Um, yeah, all right, we, let's... Get, yep. Get, get an extra hour of sleep next, uh, this weekend, so that'll be what, good. What are the girls dressing up as? Do they do some kind of combination thing, or do they have an individual outfit going? No, it's all individual. You know, we've got twins. Chase and Lisa have twins, and then a nine-year-old, 11-year-old twins and nine-year-old, but uh, they're all individually dressed this year. So, okay. uh, anyway, it, uh, we did a little Halloween function with them earlier in the week, so it's been a lot of fun. Good. All right, let's talk some football. Arkansas has had some time now to prepare for Florida, got a chance to rest up, and obviously it's a good time to make the transition to the new OC, Kenny Guyton. We talked a lot about this last week, um, and you talked about how you got pressed into service as an OC at the last minute before, obviously a different situation for him. Um, and then we've talked about the approach, like what, what do you want to see done, and apparently they have pared things down, simplified it to some degree. What else do you think makes sense for Arkansas as they enter the swamp? Well, you, from Arkansas's perspective, you need to get good at that. Uh, maybe your best three or four runs that you feel like you can block up all the different fronts, um, blitz packages, and those kind of things, and then simplify the passing game, which I'm sure they've done. Um, obviously, uh, with Jefferson, you, you want to continue to look at moving a launch point, uh, possibly getting him involved in more quarterback-related runs at the point in the year now where you got to put all hands on deck. Uh, you can't, you know, you don't want him getting hurt, but, you, you know, now we got to win some football games late this year, so um, all hands on deck from that regard. But just simplifying it, bringing some energy. You're going to get Sanders back this week. Um, the offensive line, they are who they are. How can we protect those guys? Remember I made the comment, you build a game plan from the inside out, not the outside in. It's what those five guys up front have the potential to be able to do with some help with the backs and the tight ends and those kind of things. But simplifying the game plan is a great start. Um, getting uh, proficient at the things that you feel like you can do well. And, look, I do think they're catching Florida at a good time. You know, I used to talk about the Alabama effect. Anybody that played Alabama or anybody that uh, plays the next week after playing Alabama, usually uh, they don't play well. Well, it's kind of the same thing with Georgia. Florida just had a very emotional game. Uh, down in Jacksonville against the number one team in the country. Uh, very physical, very emotional game. And uh, you have a, a tendency to have somewhat of a letdown uh, coming off a big game like this. But this is a huge game for Florida, too. Uh, they're sitting at 5-3. and three. Coach Napier um, comes with a little bit of pressure, even though they're 5-3. You know, and three, that Expectations are very high, particularly with the tradition at Florida. And uh, the rest of their schedule after Arkansas is Missouri, LSU, and Florida State. So um, you would think that um, they need to show up and play well. They're 4-0 at the Swamp. It'll be a tough get for Arkansas, but I do expect it to be a four-quarter game. I really do. Coach, what do you want to see from Arkansas that will maybe give you a hope that this is working? <clears throat> to be able, be able to run the football with some bit of consistency, cut out the pre-snap penalties, uh, and you're going into another raucous environment. I don't know how bad it'll be at 11 o'clock in the morning, but you're going into a tough environment. But, you know, just, just showing that we're a better coach football team, a little bit more efficient. We can move the ball uh, running it. We, we, we have a controlled passing game with the ability to maybe max protect and take some shots deep at least to, to scare some people and back them up a little bit. Um but, but, you know, better third down uh, conversions, but that means you have to be better on first down. Um, so, I mean, just a, a more efficient football team where the punter is not the most profiled guy on your team uh, or your kicker. And, um, you know, where they give themselves a chance to get in the red area, score some touchdowns. And you, to do that, you gotta you got to play clean. You can't turn the ball over, and you got to cut down on penalties, and particularly the pre-snap penalties because, you know, that gives the illusion that you're not very well coached and not very well disciplined. And I think they're well coached. They're just not very focused right now. And hopefully Coach Guyton can, can instill some of that in them uh, for this game. And they've had two weeks to prepare, so hopefully that'll be a positive. All right, let's move on to the Red Wolves. How about going down to Monroe and picking up a nice victory? Oh, huge win. 
huge win for the Red Wolves. Uh, they're four and four. They're two wins away from bowl eligibility. Um, they, they, uh, Jalen Rayner, the freshman, he only completed, I think, 50% of his passes, but for 300 yards. And then an old head in the program, at least it seems like he's been there for a long time. Corey Rucker showed up big, six receptions for 160 yards. And then uh, Zach Wallace, uh, a local there from Benton, I believe. Is that right, Wes? Yes. Um, rushed uh, for 118 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Uh, just a complete effort. Uh, by them down in Monroe. Uh, Monroe's not the strongest team in the conference, but anytime you can go on the road and get a conference win, um, uh, that, that's impressive. And for them now to be four and four, you know they're playing with a lot of confidence. And uh, and certainly they they understand very clearly they've got one of the top teams in the conference in Louisiana from the Lafayette coming in, who had a big win down in South Alabama this week. And um, you know they're two wins away from being. Uh, bowl eligible and playing in the in the in a bowl game. Tough get this week though. I mean, it's going to be. I think they're nine or ten point underdogs at home. Louisiana comes in with a really good football team, very balanced on offense and defense. Um, uh, they've got twenty six sacks. I looked that up. Twenty six sacks. They've created eight interceptions. So uh, the Red Wolves will have to take last week's energy and effort. Hopefully, there'll be a big crowd uh, in Jonesboro this week to urge them on and. Uh, They've got a chance to get their fifth win. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we were talking early before the season, our preseason show, what would show improvement. I think it's very clear that they've improved as a program. And uh, now I will say this. They need to go get uh, 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 Jalen Rayner, an NIL deal, so they can keep him in Jonesboro because he's just a freshman. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it it looks like he could be the future there. No doubt. Hey, Coach, uh, Sunbelt Sidebar, if I may. Uh, yeah. Troy and Coastal this weekend. What do you think? Boy, I like the way Troy's playing. I really do. They won on the road and beat Texas State, I believe, this week. Uh, they can run the football. They can control the clock. They're very good on third down. They're very physical on defense. I think that's a team in the conference that's gotten better and better and better. Um, now, of course, the McCall kid, uh, you know, I'm sure he's healthy and going to play, but, uh, uh, you know, he's been there for six years, but. I do like Troy. I think they're playing their okay. best football right now, and uh, I like them. All right. Uh, in Conway last weekend, Coach, Wes and I were both working on broadcasts. He was on uh, the stream on ESPN, and I was doing the radio. And, uh, well, we all watched it play out, and it's a familiar familiar story for them, trying to pull one out of the fire. And, unfortunately, this time they got burned after finding a way in three other games, uh, coming up short with a two-point conversion. And losing to Tarleton State, but Tarleton, listen, that's a, that's a good football team. They're number one in the UAC in defense. So again, I'm not making excuses, but they're maybe a little better than people might have thought. I know you had a lot of respect for them early in the season. You had mentioned them as a team to watch out for. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a lot of respect for Coach Witten. Of course, uh, Todd and I go way back. We coached against each other when he was at uh, Sam Houston State. And I've got uh, a couple of a couple of ex colleagues of mine that are on his staff, and uh, they felt pretty confident coming in. Uh, like like UCA, I'm sure they were both worried about the weather. But um, you know, I made the comment about three weeks ago when you live on the edge, you got to be careful because sometimes you may fall off the cliff, and that's what happened. I mean, they've had three fourth quarter in a row come from behind wins, and and they had an opportunity again this week, but just came up short. Called from very good football team. The thing that I noticed though, first of all, Powell. I was texting both of you during the game. Was he injured or coach's decision yeah. or what happened? Yeah, he had an ankle. Well, we we didn't know. They didn't let on until the game was over. I got you. I got you. Uh, not having him, you know, they, they, they look pretty pedestrian um, yeah. uh, offensively. Uh, they just couldn't get into a rhythm. And uh, uh, and I will say this, another local product, well, played at UAPB last year, Kayvon Britton, the transfer from UAPB, mm. had 156 yards and a couple touchdowns for Tolton. Um, you know, the things that yeah. have hurt UCA hurt them again. Uh, drop balls, big plays, you know, give them big plays defensively, some penalties. Uh, but I saw two very bright spots that are young players from southeast Arkansas. Kylan James is a stud, running mm. back, receiver, and uh, yeah. uh, Jonathan Owens, uh, two touchdown passes, young man from McGee. So uh, they got UNA this week on the road. Let's see how they uh, respond. They've got to win out uh, to have conference and playoff aspirations. And uh, 
Uh, I look for them to bounce back. I think Coach Brown will have them ready. They'll get into a little bit more rhythm. I'm sure they're pretty ticked off, and, and, and hopefully they'll uh, get back on track this week. Yeah, uh, UAPB, unfortunately, Coach, more of the same. Got handled this last weekend and uh, looked, showed some signs early in the season, but things are not going particularly well of late. Well, and, and again, I don't know their depth situation right now, but, uh, again, Coach Hampton has taken this year to evaluate everything from coaching to players to every aspect of the program, trying to lay the foundation. Now, they do have a, a road trip to Prairie View this week who's not had a stellar year. Uh, but it's tough to win football games when you're one for 11 on third down and only have about 200 yards of offense. So hopefully they can find some magic. Uh, and I don't know this. Have you ever seen the facilities down at Prairie View, at Prairie View Texas? They are phenomenal for, for FCS. Okay. Look them up on the Internet. They are phenomenal. And uh, uh, I'm surprised Prairie View has not risen with those facilities that they brought on online a couple of years ago. But a great opportunity for UAPB. I think they match up okay in this game. Maybe they could steal one on the road. Uh, and the GAC coach? More the Harding same. Harding. everybody else. Yeah, Harding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Harding and everybody else. Uh, uh, I, I look for them to run the table. They're number four in the nation, I believe, uh, nationally ranked, so they should get a high seat. Um, the, 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 the fun thing about this week is OBU and Henderson play the Battle of the Ravine next weekend. They both need to hold serve so that they uh, stay focused and OBU obviously has an opportunity to finish ten and one, and, and go to the national playoffs as well. But uh, uh, very uh, a shout out to Arkansas Tech, and they were dead in the water midseason, and they've won four of their last five games, and uh, they've got an opportunity to. Uh, now they've got Harding still on the schedule, but they've got an opportunity to maybe get their fifth win this week. And uh, Coach Ship's done a great job turning that around. Uh, I'm looking it up here. Poor Henderson State's got to go to Weatherford, Oklahoma. Uh, it's only 390 miles, just a just a hop, skip, and a jump across the great state of Oklahoma. Uh, and I'm sure the wind will be blowing. Coach. Yeah, and I'm sure the real, wind will be blowing out week. there. Yeah, uh, some high school games. games uh, yeah, huge. Brian Conway, Hayes and Carlisle locally, Little Rock Christian at Greenwood, something near to your heart. Yep. Robinson, Pine Bluff, uh, Malvern, and Arkadelphia West. I mean, some great rivalry games and great conference championship games. Okay, Coach, I misspoke. Um, sorry, Troy. Uh, Troy's hosting South Al this weekend, not Coastal. My bad. Uh, okay. Give me, give me your thoughts on that matchup. I, I need I need a winner this week. <laughs> I like Troy. I, I like Troy all the way around. I like Troy all the way around. I, I think they're playing okay. their best football. All right, they're minus six. I'm not going to yep, ask you whether I, like I should lay the points. but Okay, he's in. Yeah. I love it. There you yep. go. The Clint Conk official like part of the Oakland podcast this week. I love it. All right, Coach, listen, enjoy Halloween with those grandkids and the fam, and uh, appreciate you coming on, and uh, enjoy your trip to Padre. Jeez, like yeah. a spring breaker. Hey. Look at you. That's right. Hey, we're down here with all the snowbirders. You know, at my age, you kind of, you know, flock alike. Well, here we are. So, uh, But, no, yep. we've enjoyed our trip. we still got some more time. I'll be calling in next week. But, hey, shout-out okay. to Lance Gassaway, Farm Brothers, all the, uh, yep. all the people there. They've been great. We're going to get Lance on here in a, in a couple of weeks, so I need to – to set that up, uh, Oakland, Oakland, about a yeah, month. Buddy, we're about 40 so, uh, days away. It's crazy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll get him in the studio if that's all right with you guys. Sounds lovely. Love to have him anytime. All, all right, right, Coach, guys. enjoy Thanks. yourself. Happy Halloween. Hey, you too. Appreciate it. All right, take care. That's Clint Conk. All right, I'm getting, I'm getting advice. I'm getting an analysis. I'm getting picks. Yeah. I mean, what more do you want from the guy? Didn't Janet Jackson have a uh, Halloween song, Christian? What are we doing here? Uh, I'm playing the better Jackson. <laughs> Seems like Does uh, she know? I mean, we could this? play Scream, couldn't we? Uh, maybe Black Cat. How about Black Cat? Yeah, that's a good one. Good one. Maybe hey, um, Christian. Um, who was the sister that posed in Playboy? She always seemed a little odd. Uh, Latoya the Jackson's sister. Yeah. Latoya. Yeah, did it's Latoya it's sing? I don't know if she ever sang. I bet we don't Reby. have any of it in the system. If she did. Yeah. That's good. I think she actually did have a couple of horrible songs. Yeah. About as good as uh, that Rebecca Black singing Friday. About, I think that's more her speed. I mean, I think all the Jacksons probably had a solo song at some point. Yeah. We just don't remember most of them. Yeah, Jermaine, I thought, had a pretty good one. He was kind of a one-hit wonder. It was a Tito pretty catchy song. What? Tito had one, right? Did he? What was his one-hit wonder? I don't know. Yeah, I don't even Talked to James yesterday out of Guadalupe Chevrolet. He's no one-hit wonder. No, he's not.
It's month after month, and it's the end of the month right now. Take advantage of what they have going on at Guatney Chevrolet. They're trying to uh, finish the month strong. And he said it. They're, you've got them right now. You've got the advantage. Go take advantage of that. Right now, Silverado's 0% financing. Great rates, under 3% on the Equinox. No payments for the rest of the year. Down payment assistance. Trade in a old phone, bag phone, flip phone. They're going to knock some of that money off and give you some down payment assistance. They've got great quality used vehicles. Some of them, the payment will be less than $300 a month. And they're still going to give you a great deal when you trade in your vehicle. Paying top dollar. They're doing everything possible to make a deal right now, today, at Guatney Chevrolet. If you've been thinking about buying a new car or previously owned vehicle, today is the day to act. It's the end of the month, and Guatney Chevrolet is going to make that deal happen for you. You'll drive away feeling really good. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. You can see all the inventory. Pick out the vehicle you want. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Do some dealing. Take advantage of the situation right now at Guadney Chevrolet. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Marmel at their huge new showroom on Marmel Boulevard just off 430. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. So have you been living life with pain and you keep saying, well, I'm going to go to the doctor, but I really don't want to do the surgery and I don't want to be on pain meds forever. Well, I have an option for you. It's called QC Kinetics. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I just had a buddy the other day that came up to me and he said, hey, look, I keep hearing your ads. I'm going to give them a try. What's the number? I'm going to tell you right now. 501-222-8440. Look, there is absolutely no reason that you need to keep living with all this joint pain. If you've got hip pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, you owe it to yourself to go by for this free consultation to QC Kinetics. There's people all over central Arkansas that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it's changing their life. It's giving them their life back. They use properties from your own body to heal your body. So there's no surgery, no downtime, and especially no drugs. Give them a call today for that free consultation, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. It's fall. And you know that means schools are back in. Leaves will be changing soon. Oh, and it means football. Friday Night Lights, an action-packed weekend. And Chris Crane Hyundai gets you there in style. And with plenty of room to bring all your tailgate gear and crew of super fans. Get America's Best Warranty, 10 years, 100,000 miles. And Hyundai Assurance. Right now, get up to $3,000 off new Hyundais this fall at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway. And online at ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Ortho Arkansas presents the High School Scoreboard Show with Randy Rainwater, Kevin Bohannon, and Barry Grooms every Friday night at 10, only on 103.7 The Buzz. Brought to you in part by First Security Bank. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquery7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. The Zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. Shows no MTV. So you won't stumble back after you leave. Well, you won't go after anything with me. I done seen it all before I turned 23. I could teach you how to fall if you just let it be. 
fly with you, let's make three I'll be your gold medal Don't need a house tomorrow Already? Like we uh, didn't even take a break uh, Real quick here, some stuff Some stuff uh, Justin, have you ever seen a video of J.J. singing Black Cat, It Will Make You Wet Your Pants? J.J. who? Abrams? Um, he doesn't seem like much of a singer to me. J.J. Matters? It's JJ. Janet Jackson? Janet Jackson? No, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I've seen her sing Black Cat before. This is on our Southern Structure Solutions text line. Uh, guys, didn't the Houston coach get in trouble in any you know, we cover that? Justin, were you at the A-State exhibition? For A-State, a lot to be excited about. Lots of shooters and fast-paced. Hodson seems to be ready to turn them around. Agree. UCA should be excited about Tucker Anderson, freshman from Centerton. Yes, I am very excited about him, and they are too. Um, uh, oh, this guy says, uh, Justin, I put 100 bucks on your Oregon Utah under. It paid 193 bucks. Thank you. You're welcome. And then I told him, hey. Hope you didn't bet many of my other picks because I haven't been right very often this year. But everything I picked this week was right. Good. I liked Auburn. I liked Ole Miss. Ole Miss covered by one point against Vanderbilt. Oh, wow. Vanderbilt's the worst cover team, one of the worst cover teams in America. Um, liked uh, Detroit. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I liked Oregon, and I liked Oregon and Utah under. Did you see the All those <coughs> Utah? We didn't talk about it. Did you see the Utah receiver lay the ball down at the one-yard line? Uh-uh. Yeah, it would have tied the game at 14. Why did he lay it down? Oh, he's celebrating. Shut yeah. it. You're yeah. talking about like a Deshaun Jackson thing? Like he yeah. dropped the ball he's, before He's the running in free, a long touchdown, celebrates too early, lays it down right as he's crossing the goal line. It kind of rolls into the end zone. And one of the Oregon players recognizes and sees that the official didn't put his hands up signaling a touchdown. He picks up the football, and about the same time, one of the Utah players comes and hits him, and he's going to the ground. He fumbles it, and one of his teammates picks it up and runs the other way, clear and free for the touchdown. So instead of 14-14, it's 21-7, Oregon. Wow. He ran it back all the way? Yeah. A 100-yard return? Yep. What? I did not see that. I don't yeah. know how I missed that. Didn't say, I saw it yesterday. What I, a I dumb it play. Golly. Someone tweeted the video yesterday. Here's I don't understand, guys, man. Just, like, run it all the way in, hold on to it. Like, what is the goal? Like, I don't understand why guys want to get the ball out of their hands. Like, I want to hold on that ball and get in the trophy case. Yes. I remember, I remember Deshaun Jackson did it multiple times. Like, how do you do this more than once? How do you do so it dumb. once? I don't know. Mike says, how do I listen to the buzz more than 75 miles away? You can listen to all of our programming unless it's Razorback programming. Then you have to use the Razorback app or listen to another station, which I don't want you to do. But you can't. Uh, we can't broadcast the uh, games outside of 75 miles. Sorry. There's a guy dressed up like uh, Prince here. People are taking this uh, Halloween thing to the next level. Uh, West, the home up last night, absolutely got one over on the D-backs late. Was tight K-zone all night and decides to do that in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, what about pitch number two, which was called a ball, which was clearly a strike? He missed two calls in that at bat. Okay. One was a strike, called a ball. One was a ball, called a strike. That's the way it goes sometimes. We're at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Thank you to Arkansas Urology. Chris Doring coming up. Back by popular demand. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is letting you phone in your down payment this month. Instead of trading your old phone for a new phone, trade your old phone towards a car. At Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. This month at Guatney, your old phone qualifies as a down payment allowance. Phone stores just want to trade for the newest model. Trade your